she's a good girl and she has a thing for bad boys it's the reason i had to let her go i knew that i was a mistake that she was willing to make over and over again i loved her too much to hurt her but that didn't give anyone else the right to she's too pure and too precious and i do any nigga dirty that dared play with her heart i wasn't even the exception when it came to her that's why i knew i had to get my shit together and cater to her heart the way only i could and until she was mine again i'd go to war with any nigga empty my bank accounts ignite fires between us sing every love song known to man and grovel at her feet because i wouldn't rest until she belonged to me he's a heartbreaker and i'm still recovering from that time he broke mine year after year after year i tricked myself into believing that i was over it that i'm over him but then i see his face and the feelings we once shared resurface we were young and we were in love but it was a love i was willing to do anything for he was someone i was willing to do anything for suddenly he decided my love wasn't enough while he went on with his life mine was always stuck on pause then suddenly i decided that love waits for no one and allowed it into my world again happiness has found me in the form of a chocolate successful black man yet i'm still wondering if i would ever be happier with him hello my beautiful people and welcome back to the bibliophiles bookcase i am your host erica the bibliophile and we are here for part three of the eisenberg effect and this is lake story and i'm just gonna tell y'all right now i don't see if a lake in this i'm just i'm just gonna put it out there i do not see if a lake and we're gonna get into it because let me just say this miss huffington miss huffington this is how you know you you write good. I just want to say that. It's like when you can get somebody in their feelings and like actually not like a character, you did that. You did that. So let, let, let's get on into it. And okay, like I said, we're going to get into it. So how does the last story leave off? Or I think I mentioned last episode during lyrics story how at some point Baisley came to the house it was her birthday and he gave her a gift and like all that type of stuff and then it's a thing with them and people were constantly telling him because it's like basically nigga it's your turn we got luca and ever we got uh lyric and canoe so now it's your turn and everybody already know who he's like back in luca's story so we're going back to book one Luca mentioned that, like, your heart is with Basley. You know where your woman at. You just pussyfooting around when you need to go get her. He's like, nah, that ain't it. That's, uh, what did he say? Like, that shit done passed. Like, uh, ain't nothing happening with that. And in lyric story, he says the same thing. Like, nah, me and Basley is over with. That's not it. And it's just like, basically, he says he's doing his own thing. But it's just like, nigga obviously this is the woman you meant to be with because even when she came over like during her birthday and she made the joke like where my gift and he like it's in my car oh what you thought i didn't actually get you one and it's like come on now you know me better than that so in lake's story what is it lyric is still like this is the beginning because i believe every story has like a prelude before we get to the actual couple and like how they come to be or whatever so 
it's family dinner and once again a family dinner and lyric lyric is still pregnant because um lake and canoe and lyric like they pull up at the same time so he goes to greet his sister he's just like he can't believe that his baby is having a baby it's just like my baby's sister woo, 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 whatever whatever um and then canoe canoe is like slight panicky it's like he wanted a baby but it's like now that the baby is actually here he's like damn i'm really about to be somebody daddy um and the only reason why i'm bringing this up is because like i said they have the conversation of like okay we done did it now it's your turn and uh late brings up something about how lyric is the only woman that can say that she has his heart or can ever say that and I'm glad Canoe, like he clocked. I'm gonna call him Ken. Let me um back back because I'm not lyric. So Ken, he like nigga what? No, yo, he like that's your sister. And I'm not trying to make it like a incest type of thing, but it's just like the way he worded it, like how Lake says, like she's the only woman that can say she has my heart. It's like no, nigga, <laughs> and that's what Ken says. He's like. That's your sister. The only woman that can say she has your heart is Baisley. So it's just like, word that a little different. Like, we know y'all not on that. And, you know, families can be affectionate. So that's not the problem. But it's just the way it was worded. It's like, no, that's no. And so uh, at the dinner, the purpose of the dinner, I believe, or, you know, it was said at the dinner, um, their mom's cancer is back so what's her name her name laura ain't it yeah so she announces that her cancer is back and you know that just it fucks everybody up because it's just like what the fuck i thought we had beat this we thought it was over and late takes it the hardest like my man goes outside he start throwing up he's just he he can't believe it and um so he leaves and where does he go he goes straight to basley and my thing is, first of all, the nigga broke into her house. Can we start there? He just straight broke into her house and like goes up the stairs and she's sleeping. And he, I believe he wakes her up. And then she's like, you know, like, first of all, how did you get in here? What are you doing here? And the only thing he says is that her cancer is back and they, they have sex to make him feel better, which we all know how I feel about that. Like, that's not going to help the situation. But just in this moment, he needs something to distract himself from the fact that his mom's cancer is back. And they do this thing where I think he leaves, like, the next morning. It's like, after that, it's back to, oh, I can't be what you want me to be. And, you know, like, we're not even taking it there. So, it's like, but, nigga, when... In your first time of distress, where the fuck you running to? You running to her. But y'all not good for each other and this relationship ain't meant to last. So why the fuck do you keep barging into her life like this when you feel like you could just show up at any time? I was like, I don't get it. I'm like, like what the what the fuck you doing? And so it's some time later, you know, basically basically got her boyfriend now. She's like, I'm not waiting around on him forever. Like he broke my heart. But it's time for me to move on now. 
And that's the sad part. I feel like she never fully got into a relationship because she was always just waiting around for late to get his bullshit out of his system and then come back to her. And that's really what happened. But it it just pisses me off that she waited for so long. So she finally gets this little boyfriend and things are great. Um, oh, he's actually her fiance. Let me take that back. And you know, so she's moving on with her life. Like, I got me a new man. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, her restaurant's still doing good, all that type of stuff. And the guy that she's uh engaged to, I think he's like a former football player, you know. Just everything is great. So they're having an engagement party, and Lake shows up drunk as hell, and everybody looking around like, who the hell invited him? I don't even think nobody told him about it, but he shows up anyway, and he says something, and then he leaves, and it's like, you don't get to be in your feelings about that. I think that's what, like, is baffling to me. It's like, nigga, you played around for so long, and I'm pretty sure in the back of your mind, you thought, you know, she'll always be there she'll always be exactly where I left her at. Shout out to Fabulous. Like, ooh, I know how people feel about him, my bad. But in this moment, listen. Um, So it's just like, so now that she's finally moving on, he's getting pissy drunk, he and his feelings. Um, While also, it reminds me of what is it it's uh it's a book by brianne danae i did a review on it but why am i trying to blank it's uh project is it projects projects and i forgot baby girl's name but yeah when her uh dude that she was dealing with was about to propose to her and he shows up to the dinner to the dinner like you better not accept that proposal but in this case basically like they were already engaged so it's like nigga there's nothing you can do now um so he leaves talking about uh now you done broke my heart like he broke her heart so long ago but now she done broke it's like like baby don't nobody give a fuck about your heart i'm so sorry like you so you do not give a fuck and that's what and that's what baffled me i'm like i was caping for like in the first two seconds, I'm like, y'all doing my man wrong. He all in his feelings. He just wants y'all to love him and include him in the little bond that y'all got going on. But he just on the outside looking real sensitive. Which is crazy. Because it's like, you sensitive with your siblings. But with the woman who loves you and like wants you for you. You basically giving her your ass to kiss. And, okay, let's let's backtrack a little bit. So their story is they got together young. Like they were what, friends at a young age and they got together at a young age. And it just felt like it was too soon, too fast for him. Cause he's like, you know, if we get married and like do this thing this early, I'ma fuck around and end up cheating on you or doing something. And he just didn't want to do that. So one day they both told each other like you know i need to talk to you or i got some news for you so when they meet up she let him go first and his news was that he was breaking up with her so that's when he broke her heart and she's like what he's like yeah basically 
Darnell Jones, her ass, like, uh, you know, I'm going to be back, but in the meantime, I'm going to do my thing and go fuck a bunch of bitches and just live my life and be free, which it's like, if you know that, that's not the problem. I promise you that is not the problem. Because it's like, if you are wise enough to know that, to know, like, we ain't did shit yet. You know, like, we're teenage. We ain't lived life, experienced life yet. And sadly, I cannot say that my life ends with you right now. Like, I cannot say that. I don't know that to be true. So I want to go out and experience some things and do some things and... I want to end this before I drag you along and possibly, you know, like I said, cheat on you and all that type of stuff. Um, but the thing was, she was pregnant. That was her news. Her news was that she was pregnant. So when he broke up with her, she got rid of the baby. And when she tells him this, you know, he's pissed off about it. Like, what? Why didn't you say anything? Whoop de whoop, whatever. And she's like, Nigga, you had just gave me this whole speech about how you wanted to go explore life and basically leaving me behind. So I was not finna be tied down with a baby by myself. So no. Um, but then and uh like all throughout the book, he's going to chemotherapy with his mom, sitting with her, and he's getting Baisley back. It's like he finally realizes that um after oh her engagement was broken off because she found out that the nigga she was engaged to was a scammer uh he had two other fiancés and you know like like i said basically he was running a scam and the nigga had the nerve to t- <laughs> it was um because <laughs> it's like the nigga basically told her like you know, I'm sorry. I just uh wanted to see which one of y'all I like the best, and told her that he was gonna break it off with the other two because he want to be with her. <laughs> and I know it hurt because basic, in my mind anyway, basically that's the same shit that Lake did. Like I'm exploring my options and trying to see which one is the best one. Um, so she had broke it off with him, and Lake like went to the nigga house and whooped his ass like. Why the fuck you playing with my woman like that? Um, and I think he had told him something like, you know, if you ain't no no for real for every type of shit, just leave her alone. But it's like, nigga, who are you? You can't say that. I'm t- <laughs> this book got on my neck. I'm telling you. When I um I made a TikTok about like this whole series, just like each book is crazier than the last one. So it's just like when we got to Lake Star, I was like, I don't I don't like this. I do not want y'all together. I'm so sorry. I was hoping that there was somebody else that came through. And cause like when they had sex, when he found out that his mama had cancer, and I think it was like that very next morning when he left out. Cause I think she was like smiling, thinking this was gonna lead somewhere. Like he came to me for comfort, so something can happen here. And he shut her ass down all over again. I was hoping. And when she got engaged, I'm like, okay, she's engaged to somebody else, so he needs somebody else. Cause obviously this is not the one before him. It felt forced. It really felt forced. Like y'all don't love each other for real. This is not a relationship that's meant to be together. It's feel like y'all forced 
And even on the cover of the book, it says, if I want you, I can have you. Like, what? And it's more to the end. It says, and I want you back. But it's like, nigga, you really don't because it seems like as soon as she got somebody else, that's when he decided he was done playing. It's like, oh, you can run around and do what you want to do. But the moment she do it and actually look like she's moving on, oh, it's hell to pay. Oh, we mad than a motherfucker. And it's just like, nigga, fuck you. I'm so <laughs> That's I'm like, yeah, uh, Miss Huffington, you did that. This was a great book. Yeah, this ain't even gonna be long. So, uh, actually, what I'm gonna do? Should I add it in here? Cause this is so short. No, I'm just gonna leave this for a short episode. Probably next week is gonna be a shorter episode as well. But um, yeah, that's all I had to say. Cause Lake, it just I ain't like that shit. <laughs> I did not like that shit at all. I'm like, mm-mm. Ain't no way. Because what the fuck are we talking about here? Like, who, who are you? Anyway, that's all I got. I ain't got no more. Um, I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people. I can't believe I forgot this. So please forgive me and my uh, ADHD brain. Because I start thinking about some other shit. Um, so in the end, with Lake and... Basley, I believed he proposed or were they married at the it don't really matter. Um she was pregnant. Once again, they were having a family dinner or family gathering where a, a young man pulled up to the house um and he walked past them it was so funny. Them niggas, they ain't shit. And that's just, it is what it is. But you got Ken, um, Lake, and Luca looking at him as he walked past, like, do this nigga not see us? And it's like, if you take one more step, blow your fucking head off. So get your mind right and speak and tell us what you're here for. So he says, he tells them that he's looking for Liam. And they're like, why? What you want with him? And he's like, um, I'm his son, and I want to meet my father. So it's like, skirt, scratch record. What the fuck you just said? And um, so Lake runs in the house, yelling out for uh their dad. And the dad come out the bathroom like, boy, if you don't stop all that fucking yelling. And he like, no, 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 no. You worried about the wrong shit right now. You need to be explaining why this motherfucker pulling up to the house talking about he your son. And it's like, what the fuck we talking about? Um... And it's like, you cheated on mom, and he about the same age as, who is he the same age as? Is it Lake or Lyric? No, um, they're a year younger than Lake, I believe. That's how, that's how it goes. And, um, they're like, wait, he got another, another kid? It's like, you cheated on mom twice? And, um, his name is Ledge. And Ledge is like, no, I have a twin brother, Law. And so I was like, what the fuck? And so uh, that's how that ends. Like, nigga, what the fuck is going on? Why do you have these two random outside children? And it's like, tell us something. What the fuck going on around here? And it's like, child, what the fuck is happening? So 
we're gonna get into that next now that the next episode probably ain't even gonna be 10 minutes long i ain't even gonna lie to y'all if y'all want to stick around for i mean well you know if you want to come back next week for it that's cool if you skip it i understand but yeah it's gonna be real short because it's it's literally just a throwback to how they got in this particular predicament excuse me and where they go forward from there but i will see y'all next episode i was gonna say next week bye